Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is August 9th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that same Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 coins by market cap. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,274.84 for a 4.8% loss. In second place, we have Ethereum settling at $370.94 for a 6% loss. In third place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.27 for an 8.5% loss. And in fourth place, we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a 0.1% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $275.96 for a whopping 8.3% loss. Wow. And in sixth place, we have Chainlink settling at $12.85 for a 3.1% loss. In seventh place, we have Cardano settling at $0.13 for a 7.5% loss. And in eighth place, we have Bitcoin SV settling at nine dollars and uh, settling at two hundred and one dollars and forty-two cents for a nine point six percent loss. And in ninth place, we have Litecoin settling at fifty-two dollars and seventy-seven cents for a nine point four percent loss. And in tenth place, we have Binance Coin settling at twenty dollars and seventy-three cents for a seven point six percent loss. Wow, cryptonauts, that is a lot of red, and that's a big stretch downward. It just just tanked it just dumped a lot your overall total market cap is at 352.3 billion dollars all right with that said let's get started with your crypto news of the day Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your candies, which I'm about to do right now. There we go. Alright, first news coming in from Daniel Phillips. Chainlink hits all-time high, spiking 26% within 24 hours. Chainlink is again on the move today after gaining 25.5% in the last 24 hours to reach its current value of $13.49, its all-time high. Chainlink, the token that powers the decentralized price oracle, now occupies the position of the 7th largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization after leapfrogging Cardano last night. The recent move continues almost two weeks after nearing constant growth for Chainlink, which has been on the up since July 27th from from trial to peak during the time Link has more than doubled in value and the cryptocurrency is now up 61.7% in the last week and 121.8% in the last month. Chainlink is now at its highest ever value and one of the best performers in 2020. Awesome. Let's see, anything else in there? The report has been controversial at as the firm is also suspected of doubling down on its position with a $20 million Link short, which may have been completely liquidated after Link broke above $12.80. 
Chainlink's recent m meteoric, meteoric growth comes despite U.S. cryptocurrency broker Coinbase temporarily disabling buy and crypto to crypto trades for Link. These have now been re-enabled on the platform, but Coinbase hasn't yet revealed what the issue was. Hmm. Interesting. Next news. You know, I haven't actually been on Coinbase in a while, to be honest. Um, maybe I should jump on there and check out what's what's new. I know that there's things are always changing. Next news, written by Matthew D. Salvo. U.S. bans WeChat. Chinese turns to signal. Decentralization is the answer. President Donald Trump this week announced his intentions to ban U.S. companies from transact transacting with Chinese payments and mess messenger app WeChat, leading to a spike in downloads for privacy-first messenger apps Signal and reigniting the debate on decentralized platforms. Wow. The U.S. president's third... You know what? I should probably check out Signal myself. I haven't checked it out. I'll After this, I'll probably check it out now. The U.S. president's Thursday executive order is so far, is so far vague, but any transaction with a platform from U.S. companies will be prohibited. The order, which also bans such transactions with social media app TikTok, will come into effect on September 20th. The case for blockchain-based chat apps. But... Even though Signal is secure, it could technically be banned by the Chinese or U.S. government tomorrow. That's why decentralized chat apps or messenger systems are a must, some say. Decentralized chat would completely solve this problem of government bans and snooping, said Brad Cam, the co-founder of DAP Unstoppable Domains, a decentralized domain name registrar that has built an Ethereum-based decentralized chat app, Unstoppable Chat. Okay, let's check that one out then. You know what? Click that link right now. And bookmark that and check it out later. Okay. He added that Signal can still shut off users and any messenger apps can be hacked or shut down. Communication channels should not be pawns for ge geopolitical games, he said. They should be utilized for the people of the world. Decentralized open source and end-to-end -end encryption, he added. You really need all three with a messaging app. That's true. Absolutely true. Next news, written by Alexander Behrens. Bitcoin matches Netflix, AT&T in total market cap. What? Bitcoin is the largest cryptocurrency by market cap, but what does that really mean? It's all magic money after all. To put things into perspective, its market cap rivals some of the world's most recognizable companies. Bitcoin's market cap is measured by adding up the value of all outstanding shares, tokens, or coins multiplied by the current market price. Bitcoin's is $216 billion, and it's only getting larger, pushing towards totals not seen since early 2018 as murmurs of a renewed bull market grows stronger. Bitcoin's market cap peaked in December 2017 at more than $300 billion if prices rose to generate similar figures today. It would put the world's largest cryptocurrency on par with businesses like JP Morgan Chase and MasterCard at market cap of $302 billion and $328 billion respectively. That seems like a dream come true for a protocol whose adher adherents have long dreamt of replacing legacy financial institutions like banks and credit card companies with their favored decentralized solutions. Ethereum launched in 2015 is of course substantially smaller than Bitcoin with a market cap of around $44 billion. Even still, 
that puts the protocol on par with businesses like computer manufacturer Dell and financial services company Charles Schwab's. Charles Schwab, both of which employs thousands of people across the globe and generates tens of billions of dollars revenue annually. Wow, that's a good way to put it into perspective. Hmm. Next news written by Matthew D. Salvo. Bitcoin hating Fed president calls for strict economic lockdown. The president of Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis calls for another lockdown to save the U.S. economy. In a Friday, New York Times opted Neil Kashkari wrote that in order to save lives and save the economy, we need another lockdown. Along with Michael T. Alsterholm, director director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota, Kashkari said that more more restrictive lockdown state by state is necessary to crush the spread of COVID-19. What does that have to do with crypto? I don't know. The cryptocurrency community has also been at odds with Kashkari since he said in March that the Federal Reserve has an infinite amount of cash prompting Bitcoiners to push the argument for the inflation-proof digital asset. In February, Kashkari likened cryptocurrencies to a giant garbage dumpster arguing that the US dollar's scarcity is what makes it valuable. One month later, the Federal Reserve launched a record $2.3 trillion rescue package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next news written by... Ooh, this is a new person. Shuyao Kong. Shuyao Kong. Can China's great DeFi fork Wi-Fi 2 escape Wi-Fi's shadow? As the forking frenzy of countless Wi-Fi clones comes to an end, the crypto world seems to have gotten tired of the copycats and scams and has gracefully moved on to the next hot topic. After all, what is there to harvest if little is left to farm. Yet for many Chinese DeFipreneurs, the formation and evolution of Wi-Fi 2 is no small thing. As Doby Wan told your correspondent on WeChat, I sincerely hope this attempt can be a good learning experience for the Chinese community to start an effective DAO, a bottom-up governance, a real mo- movement for the people that's for the people. Man, that deserves an applause. The Helmsman Steering Wi-Fi 2. Despite what we reported last week, the real Helmsman behind Wi-Fi 2 isn't just a group of young Maoists. Yes, the nationalists did use patriotic rhetoric to pump Wi-Fi's initial surge, but after a week of community elections and development, the actual leaders surfaced, and it turned out that Wi-Fi 2 has assembled some of China's most respected DeFi veterans. David White, a native Chinese crypto freelancer, Entrepreneur, developer, and investor is the main brain behind Wi-Fi 2. His nickname is literally Old White, an evolution from his original nickname, White Noise. Based in Beijing, he spent years working as a data scientist at China's tech giant such as Tencent and Duban. He is also an investor in SNX, KNC, and LRC while managing a balancer liquidity pool that's often on balancer's top 20 pool list. Wow. He looks young too. How old is he? He's young. He looks like he's 21. If that. 
Wi-Fi is a corporation while Wi-Fi 2 is a community. Wi-Fi 2 claims to have embarked on a more community-driven path than Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi community is composed of mostly Western members, White told me. They want to run Yearn as a corporation and advocate elitism because liquidity mining finished after seven days. On the other hand, Wi-Fi 2 is a real community-based project adopting a Bitcoin halving mechanism in order to allow more members shares of the token. As a member of the Wi-Fi 2 Genesis WeChat group, I witness how Wi-Fi 2 is run on a day-to-day basis and understand its community aspects. However, it's not clear why Wi-Fi 2 is another is any more community-driven than Wi-Fi. Yes, there's no central figure like Andre behind Wi-Fi 2 yet, but both have followed the same keyhole election process by allocating most of half of its token to the early core groups and the rest to the international community. Ally or competitor? Both Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi 2 supply liquidity to Yearn, to Yearn. So that shouldn't be an issue. Indeed, we've already talked to Andre, who is willing to provide fee rewards to Wi-Fi 2 in response to supplying assets under management, said White. Yet, the Wi-Fi community still seems hostile since Wi-Fi 2's surge. The Wi-Fi community has developed a strategy to slash down Wi-Fi 2's token price. Specifically, users can deposit YCRV and stake them in Wi-Fi 2's pull one to farm. They can then withdraw Wi-Fi 2, intermediately swap Wi-Fi 2 to die on balancer, and finally deposit the die on curve for new YCRV. Hmm, that is sketch. That is sketch. Let me see, how does this work? Okay, deposit YCRV, okay, into a controller, and then Wi-Fi 2 strategy goes into the staking pool, and then balancer pool, and then curve pull. Hmm, interesting. Next, well, was that it? Nope, that's not it. Hold on, there's a couple more things. Uh, top three other things that happened in China last week. Number one, who always knew DeFi gig, strategic or FOMO? You knew it was only a matter of time before crypto's powerhouse, the exchanges, would join the DeFi frenzy. This week, who Obi, one of the largest crypto exchanges in the world, just opened the doors to its new DeFi lab. It will focus on research, investments, incubation, and ecosystem development. A CeFi setting up a DeFi lab might seem counterintuitive, but the move is much needed for Huobi. Huobi needs to invest in DeFi given the sector's recent exponential growth and massive opportunity. Mm -hmm. Number two, DCEP app, identity crisis. There seems to be only one good news coming out of China's DCEP. The latest is that large-scale testing is underway in Shenzhen. Obviously, it will go as planned. But behind China's grand scheme of issues, the world's first digital currency is the question of adoption. Who will use it? So far, the app is rumored to allow users to complete many daily functions such as payments through QR codes. But for most Chinese, they can already complete such transactions easily on WeChat Pay or Alipay. So why bother downloading a newly released app that could be full of bugs? That is true. Number three, another BCH fork. When Hypo Yang talks, crypto circles listen. Yang founded via BTC, one of the largest mining pools in the world, as well as CoinX, a crypto exchange known for its focus on Bitcoin Cash based trading. An outspoken Bitcoin Cash supporter, he's suddenly making noise about a potential fork. I remember three years ago when BCH forked from BTC, he wrote on August 6th. In fact, the fork, w- in fact, the fork was rushed 
and we were unable to design good governance mechanism or community building. Hmm. Now that a few months have passed, Ding apparently wants to fork again. It's not clear whether the fork is born out of passion or maybe just another marketed scheme for his mining and trading vehicles. Or maybe he just likes forks. Do you know? Uh, some kind of Chinese writing is a classic Chinese phrase which literally means the combination of East and West makes a jade complete. Hmm. As the world is becoming more like a broken piece of jade, see Trump's ban of WeChat and TikTok, the world of crypto reminds us that a global, permissionless, and borderless system can still exist. Wow. Nice. Next news, written by Matthew D. Salvo. DeFi market can explode, cap explodes to $11 billion as Chainlink hits all-time high. With no apparent sign of stopping anytime soon, the decentralized finance craze just keeps getting bigger. Today, the total market cap touches an eye-watering $11 billion. Chainlink is taking the lead in terms of market cap surging in price over the last 24 hours to reach new, new highs according to CoinGecko data. Second in place is Maker, followed by Compound and CoinGecko's top 100 DeFi coins by market cap listing. As of writing, the market cap has fallen to $10.85 billion. <clears throat> Not only is the market cap of the DeFi world surging, so is the amount of cash locked into contracts. According to DeFi Pulse, the figure now stands at $4.55 billion, hitting $4 billion a little over a week, and $3 billion under two weeks prior to that. Though some have said that the DeFi world is just a bubble and we could see a crash just like Bitcoin's 2017 crash very soon. That's what I think. That's, that's my suspicion. I mean, be careful. If you're investing in these, be very careful. I personally invest my funds, or I, I put my funds into um, Celsius. The Celsius app to me is the best app out there. I've had no problems. They pay me weekly. And in fact, I I backed them. I, I, there's my referral link that you can check out. It's in the description below. I highly recommend it. You, you deposit your cryptos in every single week. On Monday morning, I get fresh newly dividends of, of those same exact cryptos like if i put bitcoin i'm gonna get crypto a week uh, bitcoin a week later if i put in litecoin i'm gonna get litecoin a week later same thing with ethereum you know and the percentages are always changing weekly so i i really liked it and on top of that if you uh if you invest in the sell token their native token you get a higher percentage return so that's that's awesome. Even though I don't have that much, but enough to say, hey, I'm getting a nice little chunk of change back every single week. So I'm happy about that. Anyways, Cryptonauts, that is all your crypto news for today. So with that said, make sure um, you're washing your hands, washing your feet, washing your mouth, washing your face, washing everything, wearing your mask, practicing social distancing, and staying six feet and further apart. Stay quarantined if you can, and only go out for essential things. I do recommend to go out. Well, hold on. That's kind of... I, I do recommend going out. Going out for exercise. Exercise outdoors is a good thing. Having fresh air is very good. I personally go outside and, and I run every day. I five, 5K every day, pretty much. Like today, I just I ran my... Um, like. Almost three and, a half, three and a half miles today. So that's what I do every single day. Obviously, you practice social distancing. You stay, you, if, you, if you see you're coming up to people, 
you 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 make some distance there and you know stay separated but for the most part because i jog pretty late there's not too many folks outside so with that said cryptonauts stay safe and give some positive feedback with that said cryptonauts i'll catch you all on the next one adios